listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for our relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am currently on Instagram Live recording this episode. We got Joe checking in. We got Loretta checking in. And if you are on Instagram Live watching this episode with me, share it out with your friends if you can. Um, and if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, then I want to let you know that you can still catch the video live. Thank you so much, Loretta. So I'm going to be going back and forth between the Instagram screen and then my notes here. But I just kind of wanted to make that announcement. So for the folks on Instagram, this is a live show. So you probably have not heard. Well, I know you haven't heard it because it hasn't dropped yet. Um, The episode that is going to drop at midnight is talking about reconciliation. This concept of reconciliation and how we are often... um, It sucks for us to kind of admit that sometimes we're the villain in somebody else's story. And how do we kind of work through that? So then this episode that is going to air on the 14th is going to be about reconciliation with self and with God, right? So just kind of as a quick recap, the, the term reconciliation is about coming back to like being on good terms with people. So how do I bring our relationship back? And I think what I talked about last week is how when people think about reconciliation, they also also pair it with forgiveness, right? So if you've hurt me, most people think I am automatically required to also reconcile you or put you back in a place that you were originally in. And that is not necessarily true. Hi, how are you? We're in a live show right now, a live recording that's going to be released next week. But, um, you know, so am I obligated to forgive you and put you back in the same place? Or, you know, do I have the freedom and flexibility to forgive you, but then kind of decide how our relationship functions moving forward? So that's where we're picking back up at, because I shared a situation that happened to me um, a little bit ago where I was faced with the uncomfortableness of being the villain in somebody else's story. So when we're talking about reconciliation of self, I feel like we can't talk about that without first talking about being reconciled to God, right? Now, I know some people are not spiritual. Some people are not religious, whatever you want to call it. I'm also not religious, right? I'm not (laughs) spiritual. I have a relationship with God. So that is the ultimate reconciliation, ultimate reconciliation of coming to terms with me not being right, not being in my right state of mind all the time, not having pure motives for people all the time and knowing that my motives are not pure all the time. Coming to God and surrendering myself to him and allowing myself to be used by God 
you know, for his purposes in the earth. And so we can't talk about reconciliation of self without talking about that surrender, because if we don't talk about that, (laughs) then we just kind of end up going in circles, right? Because then my false motives can creep in at any point in time. And that's not to say when I'm reconciled with God that they cannot still creep in. But, you know, we kind of have you have a check in your spirit. You you are making a strong commitment to follow the ways of God, to be in communion with God, in communication with God. And that means following his word and being obedient. And so that means that I can't be going with my false motives as much as I want to, with my ill will as much as I want to, as much as I feel like I want to pay this person back, even though I say I have forgiven them, right? So that that's the first area that I want to focus on. That's ultimate reconciliation. And if you don't know what that is and what that looks like, that means inviting God into your heart, saying that you're making a commitment to live for him, saying that you would like to be guided by him. So some of the things that I think about when I think about reconciliation to God, um, a quick pause. I'm leading a journal workshop on uh, this Thursday. And so I'll be giving away some journaling prompts. But some of the prompts that kind of focus on somebody who is reconciled to God is how can I please you today? What is your will for me today? How do you want to get the glory out of my life today? How can I be in tune with your Holy Spirit today? All of those questions to ask at the start of the day so that you're making sure that you are in alignment with God and his will for your life, right? So uh, you guys see me keep looking down because I'm looking at my notes. We also have to be, hello, hello, welcome in. We are doing a live show here. We also have to be reconciled to ourselves. Hi, how are you, Tiffany? So I want to break reconciliation to ourselves down a little bit, right? Breaking that down, because I know some folks that are listening may be like, well, what does that mean to be reconciled to yourself? That means that a lot of us are walking around with junk, right? Junk and messiness in our minds, in our hearts, and we have impure motives for people. So all of that, I'm protecting my energy, protecting my peace, that is is like a real thing. But also if your intentions and your motives are not pure, then you still jacked up and your intentions and your motives cannot be pure if you are not reconciled to yourself. So being reconciled to yourself means hi, being at peace with yourself, right? Understanding that before you can actually nourish other relationships, before you can pour into other people before you can give love from a pure place, you got to be reconciled. You have to forgive yourself for things that you've done in the past. You have to forgive yourself for roles that you've played in the past. Because if you're making an active choice to be different than that, then that means that you got to let that go, right? So there's a verse in the Bible I think it's in Hebrews. Don't, don't, don't quote me on this, right? That says we have to forget what is behind and press towards what is in front of us. So forgetting what is behind means that if I am intentionally deciding that at 
in my thirties, I want to nourish my relationships. I want to grow. I want to operate from a place of love. Then that means that even the mistakes that I made in my twenties, where maybe I was jacked up, where maybe I used to gossip a lot, where maybe I used to just be in some mess, like straight up telling lies about people, straight up doing people wrong. If that is what I used to do, I'm letting that go. I'm letting it go no matter how it may have served me in the past. And the reality is we have to be honest about the fact that those messy behaviors may have actually served a purpose for us. Now, whether it did a good job or not, that's debatable, right? (laughs) If y'all have questions or comments and you want to pop it in the chat, you are totally free to pop it in the chat. Um, I'm just recording a live episode here of the Lovish podcast. So even as a sidebar there, when we're talking about um, like the purpose that these behaviors served, even if it's like negative behaviors and negative thoughts and things like that, when this is the Lovish podcast, right? And I talked, I talked about, I named it Lovish because we give half-hearted versions of love to other people, even to ourselves. Like if I say that I am committed to being the best in my physical temple, like nourishing my physical temple and I'm feeding my temple junk or I'm not getting enough rest or I'm not doing the things that feel good to my body. That's not full love, right? That's love ish. That's a version that is half hearted. That is not a full commitment to what I am saying. So I'm going to pause right here on the recording and we're going to have a word from our sponsor for this episode. And for my live folks, if you have any comments or questions, you can pop it in the chat right here. Now is a good time. Hi, do you find yourself frequently frustrated, struggling to communicate your emotions to the people around you? Are you finding that you got so much bottled up on the inside of you that you can't really communicate? Do you frequently find yourself frustrated almost as if you want to pull out your hair because nobody seems to understand you? If this is you, I want to invite you to my latest workshop, Journaling for Mental Wellness. Now, I know You are probably overthinking journaling. You're going to say you've tried journaling 50 million times and you can never seem to get the habit to stick. Trust me, I hear you. I want to invite you to this very special workshop because I'm going to teach you all the basics of journaling. We're going to identify your journaling style, your journaling type, and then I'm going to give you a specific plan for plug and play where you can incorporate journaling for your mental wellness into your lifestyle. Now, what would this workshop be if it wasn't full of prompts and thoughts and ideas and journal starting things, right? So I'm going to give you all of those tips, all of those tools inside of this workshop. If you happen to be free June 9th, I would love it if you would join me for this workshop. I'll talk to you soon. Have you been playing small, building someone else's dream while yours slowly dies inside of you? 
When you walk through the candle aisle of Target with your Starbucks in your hand, dreaming of your next season, you wonder if it's actually possible. You're tired of living the same mediocre cycle. You take the kids to school. You go to a job you're great at, but you feel miserable working at. You pick up the kids. You make dinner. You spend some time with your loved ones. You go to bed and you start the same cycle all over again. What would your kids say if they could see you hiding? How long are you going to hold on to the illusion of who people say you are? I'm Sita Hood, vision architect, but licensed therapist by trade. And I help women to take their big ideas from the dreamer stage into a tangible reality. I want to invite you to activate your influence. I want to invite you to join Activate, a 90-day accelerator for visionary women. Inside of Activate, you're going to learn how to clarify your vision, curate your wellness routines, command your day, and confidence confidently impact any environment you walk into. Aren't you tired of playing small? When's the last time you truly bet on yourself? I want to invite you to level up. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. Okay, welcome back to the show. So we are picking back up on showing half-hearted versions of love to ourselves, even down to the smallest commitment. And I say smallest with like air quotes, because making a commitment to nourish your temple, your physical temple is not small, right? It's not. That requires that you make an active conscious choice every day, all throughout the day on what you're doing. So how I treat myself, right? Deciding, you know, to rest my body when it is tired versus um, subscribing to hustle culture, hustle hard versus like hustling responsibly. So when we're talking about being at peace with ourselves, I think that this is something that we have to consistently work at. It's not something that I think comes easy to a lot of people because I think even when you have um, maybe mastered, and I use that term very loosely, mastered this concept of being at peace with yourself, there are still things that you have to, like things that come up in life that can throw you off and you have to realign your focus and kind of figure out where do I take it from here? right? Like, how do I find peace here? So for example, um, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about experiencing five deaths, right? I had no clue that that's what April 2022 had in store for me, losing five people, and really um, six, because, uh, well, I don't want to get into that, but really losing all of those people. And so with that curveball thrown in, How do I now find peace? How do I surrender to the situation, but still strive forward, still move forward, still be intentional about the way that I show up for people? And if you follow my social media pages regularly, you will notice that I have kind of pulled back and I pulled back for that 
uh, need, it was my need. I needed to pull back. I needed to heal. I needed to just kind of go to a place of silence, to be quiet, to reflect, to heal, to grow, to be real with myself that it was hard. It was hard for me to show up. Now, I still did a lot of the things that I needed to do behind the scenes, but in terms of showing up live, uh, posting a lot of content, I had to pull back from that. And I know the algorithm is what it is, but it's just going to have to be what it is, right? Because I needed the space for me. So really, when we're talking about reconciliation of self and like, what is reconciliation? Why do we do it? Why do we have to do it? Why is it important? That's where we have to start. We can't move forward and, again, pour into our relationships without being reconciled to ourselves. Otherwise, I'm going to tell you what happens. Anger shows up. Frustration shows up. All the extra bags. Now, y'all know I didn't sung on here before, but I'm going to have to drop it for you again. Bag lady, you going to miss your bus. <laughs> dragging all them bags lady so dragging all the baggage that comes with not being reconciled is what makes it extremely hard for you how can you move forward when you dragging 92 bags from your past you can't that's going to be extremely challenging for you to to be intentional in your relationships, to find peace in your relationships, to cultivate joy in your relationships if you drag in all the baggage of your past. Right. And I understand that releasing the baggage of your past comes with grief because, again, those behaviors served you for a purpose. There was some need that these behaviors were meeting. So when you can kind of figure out what need they were meeting, then you can figure out how to replace them. Okay. So the anger that often comes out is unintentional. And sometimes a lot of times it, it, something that somebody does to us might make us upset or blow us, so to speak. But in reality, we don't even know that it is connected to our trauma. We don't even know that it's rooted in something that happened with us. So we always have to be practicing self-awareness. That's why you guys hear me say it all the time on my videos, on the podcast, everywhere. Like you have to be self-aware That is so important. You have to be self-aware first and foremost in order to show up in a relationship with yourself and a relationship with other people. And our relationship with ourselves and with God is like what is most important in our lives. So we have to be intentional about healing and intentional about our wellness. When we can be intentional about those things, then we're starting from a good spot. And it's not to say that, you know, you are perfect after that, because you've also heard me say that perfection does not exist, right? So if perfection does not exist, then what are we doing? (laughs) Um, I talk about this concept for women, specifically moms, ghost mom, we have this, this mom, this invisible mom, I hear women say all the time, like, well, this mom's, you know, all the other moms are doing this, or they're doing that. And I'm like, what other mamas? What they doing? How you know what the other mama's doing? 
Because most often this is just a, a far-fetched thought in our mind for what other moms are doing. And I don't know who created the standard here, but everybody's life is different and everybody's needs are different and how we raise our children are different. So you have this ghost kind of hanging in the background of what your life should look like and you're creating this standard of perfection that you will never reach. So the important thing is to stay consistent and to remain self-aware, right? If we can do that, then we can come to a place where we can find peace. We can consistently be reconciled to God and ourselves and then follow up in our relationships. So I'm going to pause right here and I'm going to check the chat for any questions. And if we don't have any, we don't have any questions today, which is okay. That's totally fine. And I'm going to stop this episode right here. It's time to talk about what I've been loving. Product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. So as you might know, because your kids might be on summer break, if you have kids or maybe you just know that this is the time of year kids go on break. Um, I have been thoroughly enjoying home workouts with my baby girl. Now, this is an improvement, y'all, <laughs> because I used to be uh, one of those mamas that's like, I don't have enough space to work out with my kids and so it's kind of annoying because you'd be tripping all over them and um it'd be hurting when you work out okay <laughs> like trying to lift the weights trying to do all the stuff trying to focus and then kids just being kids but one thing that I found was um some workouts on YouTube that are very kid friendly and so I have been really taking advantage of those and it's been fun like because I wanted to I always wanted to teach my daughter like the lifestyle of wellness I feel like well obviously one the bible is true but um also I've seen that in action like train up a child in the way that he should go and when he's older he won't depart so for me I can remember doing workouts at home like I have always been a person who worked out as a kid I always used to work out even if I was not engaged in like formal sports or anything like that I was always engaged in physical activity and even in college you know engaged in physical activity so when I think about it like physical activity has been an important part of my life for a long time and I think that the ways to help cultivate that in kids the best way is one for them to observe you doing it but then two to include them in that process so it's been really nice including my daughter in the process and my son too but most often I like to work out when he's not around because you know he, he still be getting in the way <laughs> like, let's keep it real he's still be in the way but um just doing the workouts with my daughter and finding something that we can do together that is wellness focused. So that's what I've been loving this week. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. In today's episode, we did a live recording of this on Instagram. So if you would like to watch the video version, the live version of the episode, you can head on over to my Instagram, which is linked in the show notes, or it is at Hood. That's on Instagram, at Hood. So I went live and we covered what reconciliation with God looks like, and how that is the bridge to reconciliation with yourself. And if you do not reconcile with yourself and with God, you cannot fully show up and nourish your relationships in the way they need to be nourished. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love. Share it with your auntie, share it with your mama, share it with your best friend, share it with your granddaddy, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that is all I have for you this week. I will see you out in these social media streets. <laughs>